Is that loud? Oh, these stupid headphones. We have to get a more professional start to the podcast. Broadcasting from Edmonton's majestic used hubcap district. Um, it's a it's a podcast. I just can't pull off a onesie. No, neither can I. Uh, that's not good. Kids today with their inline skates and their long boards that roll over everything. Totally weird and wild. It works, but it's weird. You know what's underrated? Ravioli. Oh, God, that's awful. It smells like smoke coming off someone's ass. My God, do people not know I'm at work? The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Oh, uh, or does that sound too much like I'm being an Eeyore? Hmm. No, I see what you're saying. I know what you're getting at with this. Yeah, so the I, I'm supposed to go to Vancouver this weekend. My beautiful, beautiful bride and I. A little weekend getaway. We were supposed to do this last November, and then uh, we looked at the forecast, and I'm like, ah, just solid rain. So we're like, oh, we'll do it some other time. So we canceled and we rescheduled and we're going this weekend. Instead, you look at the forecast in Vancouver, 72 hours of rain. The whole time we're there, just nonstop rain. And here it's supposed to be like a really oh nice weekend. God, it's supposed to be beautiful here. And the Edmonton summer is so short already that it's like I can't afford to give up one nice weekend here to go so I can have a rainy weekend in Vancouver. And this would be your first would this be your first plane trip? I haven't been in anywhere in over 2 years because of there was that thing going around. Yeah, you don't want to take your first oh. plane trip and have it go take you somewhere where the weather's worse. And we're doing something I swore I would never ever do in my life, but I got talked into a bed and breakfast. Oof. So it's it looks delightful, very charming, and it's right in downtown Vancouver. It's a beautiful old character home, but I don't know. I don't want to just sort of mingle with other travelers. Like, I want to go get away and be alone. Maybe that's what it is. And a bed and breakfast, is that breakfast at a set time? I don't know. I've never stayed in one before. I, I, or is it like a continental breakfast where it's like, get here in this two-hour window and you can I have some think- weird sausage? I think that's what it is. But it's not even probably be weird sausage. It's probably going to be like one kind of, it's probably going to be like cornflakes in a box just sitting on a table. And you come in and and it's going to be dead quiet in there. You're going to hear other people chewing cornflakes. Maybe that cornflakes will come in one of those weird bulk dispensers you sometimes see. Oh, yeah, where you twist the knob on the top and a a certain amount of (laughs) cornflakes comes out. Oh, man, fingers crossed. I hope it's one of those. Uh, I sound like a little, I sound like a whiner right now. And I don't mean to be, but it's just, it's, there's my phone pinging right now. Oh, maybe it's your flights being canceled. Maybe it is. Hang on a second. Uh, No, we're still going. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) She said, well, we'll just shop or something. I can't shop for 72 hours. I don't know what I'm going to shop for. Yeah, you have stores here. Uh You go to Vancouver because you want to be out on the seawall and walk through Stanley Park and, you know, it's a beautiful city. You want to walk around it. And when it's pouring rain. It dampers the mood. And here's the thing, too. We talked about this the other day. Uh, Like you, I'm an outdoor cat. My beautiful bride, she's more of an indoor cat when it comes to, you know, not great weather. I will just put a raincoat on and I'll go. Like, I'll put my hood up and I will go out in the rain and I will do things. But she probably isn't really interested in doing that. And another thing about her, I'm not bashing her. But she does not believe in going to see a movie while you're on vacation. That's something you do in your hometown. 
So <laughs> I even said, oh, maybe we'll go see that new top. Why would we do that? We're in Vancouver. Well, it's not like there's going to be a whole lot of other things to do. You're not going to a barbecue. Certainly not doing that. So, yeah, what is the, it just started making me wonder what is the lamest thing that you, the lamest reason you've ever canceled plans because of? Man. Like, is, is rain, that's pretty lame. It's a little, but I get it, especially because yeah. it's your first one in two years. It's not as lame as, yeah, I can't come to your birthday party because I broke one of my bookends accidentally and I'm afraid all my books are going to tip over while I'm out. You know what? Having a dog, especially when he was a puppy. Oh, yeah. was a real nice get out of jail free card. Mm -hmm. I can't go out. My puppy. I can't leave the puppy alone yet. Yeah. That was, and most people are like, oh, okay, sure. Have you ever tried, uh, oh, man, I can't go camping with you this weekend because I have a 24-pack of yogurt that expires on Sunday, and <laughs> I got yogurt to eat? So. I would like once in my life to use the old, oh, I can't. I'm washing my hair that night. Yeah. I would like to use that. Was that a real excuse people use? I need to wash my hair. Yeah, I'm changing into my summer purse this weekend. So <laughs> I'm putting my winter coats away, and that's pretty much my whole night. Yeah, so I won't be able to go. Now I just feel like a whiner. Yeah. You're listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Do you have any idea what size tires you have on your car? Oof. Because there are people, oh, yeah, I got the R125 slash 16 R whatever. Like, people know their tire size. No, I don't. I don't off the top of my I want to say 20 inch, but I could well, be. Well, no, like, you're probably right on the 20, but the actual the size, size of the rubber, like, there's a... There's a digit on the side of your tires that tells you exactly how big they are. No. And there's there'll be guys that I know who'll flip through the Canadian tire and they'll be like, oh, my size is on sale. I don't know my size. <laughs> no, no. I don't know a lot about my tires. I used to have a PhD in getting nails in them, so I got quite good at pumping air into my tires. Oh, yeah, yeah. And even replacing it from time to time. I wasn't bad at. But actually knowing the ins and outs, the detailed knowledge, no, I'm helpless. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. It's on the internet, where your Uncle Ron gets way too political. Did you read that story I was just talking about backstage, or do you want me to tell you about it? I read the headline. But you didn't read the whole story? felt like I got the meat of it. Owen Wilson's wheels. So, apparently, uh, Owen Wilson, the rims and the tires got stolen off of his Tesla over the weekend. The story says he parked it in front of his house in Santa Monica. Like, I don't know if he has a gated driveway. I would imagine he does. You would think. But it's just sitting outside of his house on Saturday night. He gets up on Sunday morning to go, I don't know, get a Starbucks or whatever he does on Sunday mornings. Poof. All four wheels are gone. Wow. So. I didn't know that was a crime that happened in real life. No, I thought it was just a comic book thing. And then yeah. the car is just sitting up on cinder blocks. But the when someone does steal all of your wheels, what do you even do? Because... You only have one spare, and it's that embarrassing mini spare tire. Do you put that one mini spare on and then drive it to the dealership on a mini spare and three hubs? Like, what do you do? Yeah, I can't uh, imagine that'd be good for the car. Yeah. At what point do you just say, you know what? Today's not my day, and you just go back to bed. Make your own <laughs> coffee in the house. Yeah. <laughs> I, I couldn't imagine coming outside and all your tires are gone. But now everybody's talking about this story. So the person who stole Owen Wilson's rims and tires knows now they're like oh my god these are owen wilson's does the value of them go up oh absolutely do you think people would knowingly buy owen wilson's rims and tires i like to think there's a black market for his 
Owen Wilson's tires, I need those. Uh, have you ever bought stolen property? No, I remember being at, uh, you know, we've all seen those guys before. They used to just pull up beside you and try and sell you stereo equipment at yeah. a gas station or yeah. something. I've had that happen. It happened at a red light. Somebody tried to sell you speakers? Yeah, at a red light. I thought it was a bold strategy. Mm. But no, I, I didn't give in. I didn't buy it. I wonder, like I was talking about it one day with, uh, I probably shouldn't mention names, but somebody who works here bought stolen, or maybe they were fake Beats headphones. And I think he knew that he was buying stolen property. Weird. Yeah. It's somebody you know, too. Oh. Yeah. Huh. It's kind of odd. No, I don't think I have. And I don't, I don't think I would, mostly because I'd be paranoid that, mm. like, if I bought these headphones, that somehow it was a sting operation and, and the police gonna... were going to kick down my door. Yeah, you don't need that. No, I don't need that hassle. No. This is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Now, I was thinking to myself, I don't even know what I would do. If my car was just sitting on the pavement, like, what do you do at that? Do you just have an abandoned car in front of your house now for the rest of time? Just think of the hassle. You have to go get new tires somehow. I don't know how this works. I don't know what the process would be. Maybe this is a good time to have an AMA membership and you just make it somebody else's problem. It's like, (laughs) hey, come deal with this AMA. Um, We asked the question, too. So does Owen Wilson just put the one spare on his Tesla and drive around on one wheel somehow. Somebody texted and said, uh, you don't get a spare tire with a Tesla. And I Googled that, and sure enough, no spare tire in a Tesla. Well, that's weird. It is weird. Why wouldn't they give you an extra tire? Ah, uh, well, I'm glad you asked, because I read the story about it. And it said it's because of weight, impracticality, and the fact that everybody has roadside assistance now. So... You can just call somebody and they will bring you a new tire, something like that. Yes. But then you have to sit around and wait. You're on somebody else's clock. I would just rather do it myself right now. Is anybody within the sound of my voice, anyone driving a Tesla these days? Anybody? Can you check in the trunk and see if there is a spare back there? Because I don't know if I believe the internet. It seems weird. It does. It's a weird thing not to include. Yeah. This is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Somebody texted and it said, Good morning, Garner. My husband and I both drive Teslas and can confirm there is no spare tire. Huh. You pay that kind of money for a car and you don't even get a spare? <laughs> What's the world coming to? Uh, go ahead, Sonic. Hey, Garner. How are you? Good. How about you? Oh, I'm good. I'm sporting uh, a vehicle here with no flat, uh, no spare tire. Is it a Tesla? No. But huh. what they do is uh, they give you an air compressor and a can, a tire and a can. On a lot of the newer cars or sports cars and stuff, just because you're not going to be changing that tire on the side of the road, they have to either come with a spare tire or uh, a compressor and a can of uh, green stuff. <laughs> Look, people are texting. Somebody said, I bought a Camaro, did not come with a spare, like a newer Camaro. Uh, yeah. Somebody else, Dodge Grand Caravan doesn't come with spare tire unless you buy the top model. Is that where they're skimping now? Yeah, but it's because people don't change uh, change their tires on the side of the road anyways. Hmm. Okay, thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, is this the automobile version of how a package of bacon isn't as big as it used to be? Is that what's going on here? All of this stems from a conversation we were having earlier. Is it Owen Wilson, the actor, you know him. 
you love his work. He uh, left his Tesla in front of his house the other night, just on the street, I guess, and somebody stole all four wheels off of his car. And I thought that was just something that happened in movies in bad parts of town. And tons of people are saying, no, I came out of my house one day and all four wheels were gone from my car. So apparently it does happen. Uh, Then somebody else said, "Uh, I bought a Geo Metro for $800. This was 20 years ago. Was in an accident, was paid $3,500 to fix it. I didn't. Three years later, I traded it in and got 5000 trade-in value for it. Two years later, I got a call from the police. Turns out I had bought a stolen car. It wasn't in my possession anymore, so I wasn't in any trouble. The guy who stole it made $800. I made $7,700 net. Wow. Okay. Uh, somebody else. My son-in-law's truck was stolen from his driveway two weeks ago. They found it a week ago, missing the bumpers all the tires, and the inside door panels. Ah, Do you even want that vehicle back? I wouldn't want it back. Oh, this was the one I wanted to read to you. This is spectacular. I was often, I was wondering whether this actually works. Somebody said, I stole back my bike. My bike was taken from my backyard, so I put a search on it in Facebook Marketplace. Sure enough, a few weeks later, I got a notification. I had the serial number. I went to meet up with the guy at a McDonald's parking lot. I asked if I could take it for a spin before I bought it. The guy said yes. My husband was waiting around the corner with his truck, so I rode away, never went back. I felt bad. I felt bad stealing my bike back. I don't feel bad. I wouldn't feel bad one bit. You're listening to the Garden Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Somebody said, I came out of a movie in Manning once a few years ago. There was a car missing all its tires. I kid you not, it was legit on cinder blocks. I have a picture somewhere. I thought I was on a hidden camera show. That's how I would feel too. I'd feel like I was being punked. It's a bold move to do in a parking lot of a movie theater. Uh, Oh, what about people taking back the power and retrieving their stolen bicycles? Ooh, these stories, we had one a few minutes ago. Um, Somebody said they saw their bike on Facebook Marketplace. (laughs) So they arranged to meet up with the guy selling it in a McDonald's parking lot. She's like, hey, do you mind if I take it for a little test ride? And he said, yeah, okay. And she rode around the corner where her husband was waiting with the truck and they loaded it up and sped off into the night. Got her bike back. I hope they for sure knew it was hers. Check the serial number. She said she checked the serial. Well, this one too. Hey guys, a friend of mine had their bike stolen from their apartment. One day we were out on a walk when a teenager with the same kind of bike drove by. My friend had a photo of his serial number from his bike. We stopped to chat with the teenager. At some point, my friend asked to see the serial number. Sure enough, it was his bike. The guy tried to explain his friend sold it to him for 50 bucks. This was a brand new mountain bike. We gave him $20 for his troubles and took the bike back. Ooh. Ooh, spicy. So you bought your bike back for $20, huh? I wouldn't have given up the 20 bucks. No? That's just me. We know, like, I buddy who had his bike stolen. Are we going to say his name or not? Our guy we know, Tyler, Tyler. had his bike stolen. He got a brand new bike and his bike got stolen. Yeah, and he loved it. He was using it a lot. I guess he registered it or whatever. So it got stolen and the police contacted him and said, we got your bike back. This is like a year later. Uh, Whoever stole it painted it. Who paints a bike? Yeah, so it it didn't look the same at all. It was only the serial number that connected it. 
hopefully some cool flames and stuff. It actually wasn't a bad paint job. Oh, really? It looked better than the original? I kind of liked it. Okay. Sometimes you get your bike back in better shape than when it left. <laughs> some cool new parts on it. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. You know what was fun is my neighbor's daughter was our server last night at the place I went to. Which was great because she's just, like, I've known her for years. She's an awesome person. But it was weird when I had to pay the bill. Because, like, I normally would just hit the 20% button. But then I'm like, "Mm, do I have to give her more than 20%? No, I think think we need to learn lessons. (laughs) I went Mm. 22%, which (laughs) is weird. And then I'm in the Uber on the way home, and I'm like, why didn't I just go 25%? I couldn't afford the extra 3%. I think 20 are still good. It is weird, though, when you know the server, and yes. you have to tip, and it's just, mm-hmm. you feel like if it's a friend or someone you know, you're basically just giving them a 5 or $10 bill. Uh, well, she is a student, so I didn't feel too bad. It would be weird if it was, I don't know. I don't know. It would be weird if it was one of my wife's friends or something that was serving me, and now I have to tip them above what I would normally tip. Is 22% good? I don't think you have to go above what you normally do. Okay. I think 20% still would have been pretty solid. 22 seems like a random number, but they had that on the machine. Like, that was one of the options. It was like 15, 18, 20, 22, or something like that. <laughs> so. No, just go 20 next time. Okay. Maybe even go 15. Let her know that the world's not always fair. Ooh, oh, I could have taught her a life lesson. Yeah. Yeah, I guess Missed I could opportunity. have opportunity. Yeah. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Good morning, Garner. It's Glenn. How are you doing this morning? Good. How about you? Not bad, not bad. I was just listening to you saying how much you normally tip when you go out to for an evening out or whatever. Mm-hmm. So 20% is your standard tip? Yeah. Really? Oh, boy. Is that not enough? No, that's way too much. What? what? That is way too much. Okay, 10% is a standard tip. Anything above 10%, the server or somebody has to have done like exceptionally well. You know, like you didn't want for anything. Your meals came, they were hot. Everything, there was absolutely no complaints. 20% is a stellar tip. Wow. That's stellar. I don't know. I would argue 10% used to be the tip, I don't know, probably in about 94. Well, but, you know, what? what's changed? The cost of the living? Besides the of the calendar. The cost of living, the, I don't know, the fact that... Well, I mean, it, it's, it's not a bad thing to leave a large tip, but then a sense of entitlement starts to grow with that, too. Okay. I, I just, I rarely get service that I think is bad. Like, I always, I'm always satisfied with the service I get. So I always think to myself, well, I'll show my appreciation with a 20% tip. And there's probably people out there who are like, 20%, that's not enough. So, I don't know. I thought, <laughs> yeah, that, I thought that, I... That I, makes me laugh, that thought. Holy moly. Oh, no. You know you're not winning any friends right now, right? Oh, I know. Wildly unpopular. Wildly unpopular. Glenn, hang on. I'm putting you on hold. Uh, I can't stand talking about tipping on the radio. I can't stand that topic. Because it just divides the room. And I t- the reason I started talking about this wasn't because I wanted to say, oh, I always tip 20% on 
I, I basically was telling you I tipped 22% last night uh, for a couple of reasons. The woman who served us is my neighbor's daughter, and she's a good person. She's a student. I know how hard she works. And I was at Canadian Brew House. I was at the one on Ellerslie Road. And everybody in there last night was running their ass off. Like, and it was a group effort. Like, we had our server, but then there was probably another two or three people working our table as well. And everybody was throwing everything they had at it. So they deserved a good tip. You're listening to The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. But, uh, let me say this, though. When Glenn called the show a few minutes ago and said that tips should be, you know, 10%, and then you earn anything above that, like, that's kind of what he was saying. Huh. Uh, there are a lot of people who agree with that. We should be clear. There are people who think that way. I just think, like, 10% was the tip in probably 1994. Um, maybe maybe up to about 97 the way a lot of uh, restaurants work, too, is like if you don't tip a certain amount, because they have to tip out to the people in the back and the busboys. Yes. If you don't tip a certain amount, you're actually... The, the, the server, server pays. They're paying, essentially, to serve you. Yeah. Which makes no sense. And whether or not, you know, the system is the problem, you can uh, have that debate. But I, I don't know. People are being mean, actually. They sure are. Yes. I, I wasn't flexing when I told you how much I... I told you how much I tip usually because last night I tipped more for a couple of reasons. The woman serving us is my neighbor's daughter and she's a good person and I've known her since she was a little kid. She's a university student. She deserved it. And it wasn't just her. Everybody else working my section was running their asses off. Like there was a lot of people in there and there was a lot of people involved in serving and bussing tables. Yes. So Yeah, that money gets spread around. It doesn't just go straight to the server. It goes all the way to the back. And what's wrong with tipping someone know. you know? I don't know. <laughs> so let's not talk about tipping anymore. Ooh. Let's not do it. Well, hang on. I want to read you this one because I have this same question. Uh, I won't talk about the right percentage to tip, but something has always left me uneasy. Are you supposed to tip when you pick up your own food and pay for it at the front? Oh, yeah. There's always an option to tip, and if you do, where does that money go? The kitchen, or does it go directly into the man's pocket? If you can get Bryce on this investigation, that would be great, and it would allow me to sleep at night, Jen. Yeah, I'll get right on that. Will you, Bryce? No. (laughs) (laughs) But I agree, that is a very... Mm -hmm. I don't like that either. I don't think you should feel bad probably about the 10% if you are tip if you're picking up your own food. Like, yeah, if you're doing the bulk of the legwork. Yeah. You're not bussing tables. But somebody still did prepare that food. Thanks for listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Theme music by Garner Andrews. Guests of the podcast enjoy old candy in a jar that's unlabeled. Mmm. Mystery candy.